Hello and welcome to the Inspired Soul Podcast. So today I'm giving you guys some tips and techniques that you can use to help keep yourself grounded and uplifted and kind of combating these negative emotions and feelings of overwhelm as we go through this crazy chaotic time in our world. I know a lot of people, including myself, really struggling with just this really hectic negative energy and especially for those of you that are empaths or sensitive people you're definitely going to be affected by what is going on in the world on a level that maybe other people don't quite understand I'm an empath and I have felt an increase in this emotional instability lately the I've had nightmares I've been feeling very anxious and irritable and agitated and I realized the other night when I kind of threw a tantrum over not being able to find a clean towel that I had let this get out of hand and that I needed to come back and center myself and continue my grounding techniques So I want to share those with you guys today and I want to share some tips that can help you to manage your mental health, your physical health, and your emotional health during this time of crisis and uncertainty. So if you want to hang with me, we're going to walk through all of those things together. I'm excited. Thanks for joining me, guys. Let's go ahead and dive into today's show. Hello everyone, how are you guys doing? How is everyone holding up? I tell you, it has been, it's been rough. It really has. I felt like I was doing a really good job there for the first few weeks of self-isolation at, you know, keeping my mental health in check and practicing my grounding exercises and routines and but I really kind of fell off the wagon over the last week. Interestingly, I had this energetic shift sometime at the end of last week. I can't remember exactly what the day was, but I felt this shift in my energy. And I, I it started with having these very um, restless nights and these really vivid nightmares, specifically surrounding the current pandemic and the situations around that. And I found that a little bit odd because I hadn't felt any anxiety, worry, or fear surrounding the situation because honestly, my family has not truly been impacted financially. Nobody that I know has been sick. And as much as I have, you know, so much compassion and love and empathy for the people that are suffering, I didn't have these worries and anxieties for um, myself and my family, if that makes sense. So I found it odd that all of a sudden I was having this anxiety and having these nightmares and it continued on and it still has. Last night I had another very just odd, vivid, unpleasant dream. So I, I noticed in a lot of the social groups that I'm in uh, with sensitive people, empaths, mediums, psychics, 
And a lot of the same thing is being said in these groups, you know, people saying, gosh, has, has anyone else felt this shift, this kind of negative feeling, overwhelming, energetic shift? And so I'm seeing other people are feeling that as well. And I've, I've talked with some of my friends that I know are empaths, and they also are feeling this kind of overwhelm and, and anxiety. So, you know, I really thought that um, I would share some of the things that I know from experience has helped me to manage my mental health, my physical health, my spiritual health, and some of the things that I'm implementing now to try to get myself back to a level of feeling balanced and, you know, more in control and not so, ah. So the other, or last night, it was when I really had this epiphany that I let things get out of hand as far as my emotional well-being went, my mental well-being. I was feeling really agitated yesterday, fatigued, agitated, and I had uh, went to work for a few hours and I came home and was so tired, like had to lay down and I slept for hours and then woke up and was still fatigued and tired. And um, and then I, I wanted to take a shower and I couldn't find a clean towel and I was I freaked out had totally overreacted I was like I just want to take a shower and then I got in the shower and I cried and I was like why am I crying why am I feeling this overwhelm right now and I really investigated that question I really went in and investigated it and truly I was just holding in so much emotion that I'm that I was picking up from other people and reading different stories and seeing how everything going on is affecting people and it's really started to weigh down on me and so I you know I I made the decision at the time I said you know what I need to ground I need to get back to doing the the things that I know helps keep me sane and helps to keep me healthy and Gosh, it was so crazy because I felt such a resistance to it. I went and sat and tried to do some breathing exercises and I felt just this resistance within me that did not want to. It wanted to hold on to that negative feeling. It wanted to hold on to the anxiety. And I had to really push past that resistance and it took a lot to do that. Um... And honestly, I was only able to manage about 10 minutes of um, my work. And so I did a dance meditation, I like to call it. Basically, you just move your body in sometimes not so pretty ways. And in this case, if someone would have saw me, they probably would have thought I was possessed or something because (laughs) I just felt like I needed to release so much energy so much stagnant stagnant low vibrational energy from my body that I had to do these very like violent movements with my body because that's how I feel that I'm able to release those things and after about 10 minutes definitely felt a huge difference huge shift and I I I was glad that I pushed past that that uh resistance and so you know, it really just reminded me how powerful some of these 
um, rituals can be, how powerful some of these exercises can be in changing the way that we think and feel and which will obviously change the way that we act and speak to one another. You know, when we let ourselves fall into these pits of despair and fear and anxiety, we're not able to react or act from a place of love. We end up acting or reacting from a place of fear and that always is going to cause more harm. So I want to go ahead and start listing off some of the things that you know, and some of these things are, are pretty common sense, like you you probably already know this, but I'm going to mention them anyway. And of course, there's going to be a long blog post with all the information that I'm talking about. And actually, we'll have a lot of links for you to follow for different tips, for different places that, you know, that you could websites that you can go on to get resources. And so I'm going to list all that in the blog post so you can Head over there now if you want and um, follow along with the episode and follow along in the blog post. So first, the very first thing that I put on the list was to go outside. And this, to me, is so important because a lot of people are out of work, they're sitting at home, and very likely not taking the time to really spend outside. And even something like going on a 15-20 minute walk can make such a difference. And honestly, in my experience, it's better to do this more than once a day. You need to go outside more than one time per day. It's best to do it in the morning before you get onto social media, before you get onto electronics or turn on the TV. It's best to go out, get that fresh air, Put your feet to the earth and and just ground yourself. And I know some places are still pretty cold, so it might be hard for you to do that. You might feel uncomfortable, but trust me, even if it doesn't feel physically good to go outside, even if it's cold or the weather's not that nice, you're still reaping the benefits of going outdoors. So even if you can just manage a few minutes a few times a day to just go outside, you will feel so much better. Now, another one that is pretty much a given is to eat nutritious food. Eat food that is alive. And what that means, fruits, vegetables, healthy grains, that the herbs, those are foods that are alive, if you're eating dead foods, highly processed foods, you're going to just bog your body down and cause yourself to feel so much more fatigued. A lot of people, because of the the time that they are spending at home and feeling bored and isolated, are consuming junk, just like eating more junk than they're used to, overeating out of boredom, drinking tons more caffeine and sugar and I get I get that because that has been me over the last few weeks. I have been indulging in sugar because sugar gives us that dopamine rush that we would often get from, you know, doing activities that we enjoy, but since we're not able to do most of those things, we're bored. We're at home like looking to get that dopamine rush. And so our bodies go to the easiest thing, which is the fridge. And so 
you know, making sure that you're being intentional when it comes to the food that you're making, the food that you're eating, that is going to be one of the biggest things that you can do for yourself as far as managing your mental, physical, and emotional health. Sugar has been shown to cause inflammation in the body, which lowers your immune system, so it actually puts you at a higher risk of contracting and having negative effects from the virus. So eating healthy food is not only going to help you to to manage your mental health, but it's also going to help to boost your physical vitality and your immune system. So another one that I think is really important is to laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. It truly is. I mean, there's so many studies that have shown the positive effects of laughter on our bodies, on our mind, on our emotions. And so watch a funny movie, watch your favorite TV show, talk to friends about lighthearted subjects, like find things that you can do and and laugh. I mean, I know a lot of us are isolated to our homes, but that doesn't mean that we have to be isolated from the people that we live with. Play a game. You know, there's so many like fun board games that you can play. There's so many apps that you can play as a group on your phone or on, you know, PlayStation or Xbox or any of these gaming systems. Do something fun together that's going to help you to bring out more of a lighthearted side and indulge in laughter. It really does make a huge difference. Whatever is going to bring you laughter, right? Read a comic if that's a thing anymore. Anything that you can do to try to bring out that lighthearted energy. Also, it's really important for you to have an outlet for expressing your emotions and and the, the thoughts that you're having in this time. Journaling is a really great practice. That's the first thing that comes to mind. That's something that everyone can have access to. All you need is a pen and paper or pencil and paper and to just be able to, or I guess technically you could even just type it out if you want to do it on your phone or computer, but just being able to express what is going on in your head, the emotions that you're feeling, there's so much medicine in that practice. I mean, um, of course, if you have friends or family that you can call and talk to that you feel comfortable expressing yourself and you feel safe expressing yourself to, of course, that's that's a wonderful thing as well. There's plenty of hotlines. There's different um, websites now where you can connect with therapists. You can connect with people. Joining a, um, a support group online is a great option. In fact, uh, we just had a guest on the show, Soul from The Living Narrative. She has a support group for people to come together once a week on Zoom and they just lift each other up and share their, their experiences through the week. And it's, it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing to see how Being able to express yourself in a safe place with people that you feel safe with can have such a profound uh, impact on your mental health. So that is that's something that's really important. So if you don't have somebody or or access to someone that you can talk to, at least journal what's going on. Journal about your feelings. Journal about your thoughts. 
Another really, really important thing is to move your body. Move it in any way that you can, whether that's exercising, yoga, dancing, taking a walk, any way that you can think to just move. I mean, making love, anything, anything that's going to get that blood flowing through your body, wake up that stagnant energy, It's that is going to increase your vitality. Dancing is something that I truly love to do to move energy through my body. Like I said earlier, I tend to do ecstatic dance if I feel that stagnant energy has been welling up inside of me because it really is a powerful way to expel that stagnant energy. So movement is so, so important. And um, we talked about this on the show with Jessica Burkett when she talked about how movement is medicine for our body and it is the most important medicine that we can give our body and so a lot of us sitting at home we're literally sitting on our bums way too much I mean it's already an issue people sitting for long periods of time in one position but I imagine it is even more so an issue now that people are stuck at home So definitely move your body, definitely get up and get that blood flowing, that blood pumping. So also, you know, this could be difficult for some people, especially if you're like me, but implementing a routine of some sort can really help to manage your mental health and your emotional health. There's power in having a routine. It helps us to feel safe. Even if the routine is something totally simple, doesn't have to be anything complicated. It's something that allows us to come into a place of feeling grounded and in control. And so when we have our normal daily routines totally um, pulled out from under us and we find ourselves in situations that are unfamiliar like a lot of us are now, it's hard for us to feel like we have control over the situation. And so then we just feel like everything is crazy and hectic and we feel overwhelmed but making an effort to really implement some new routines or temporary routines while we go through this time can really help you to feel balanced so it can be something as simple as having like a a 20 minute morning routine where you just do the same routine each morning or the same routine each night before you go to bed Something that's going to help you to feel more grounded. Um, you know, if you're if you're like me and you're not somebody that really uh, tends to have an easy time implementing routines, start with things that you really like doing. When we talked with Soul last week on the show, she told she gave me that wonderful tip where she said, you know, try to set up a routine where you're doing things that you enjoy doing. That way you kind of look forward to it and it's not so difficult for you to um, start implementing it regularly. So if you really don't like exercising, you probably shouldn't try to add that into your routine right away as you're trying to set up this pattern. Maybe try with something that you do really like. Even if your routine is sitting in the morning with a cup of coffee and reading a devotional for 15 minutes or if your routine is just walking outside and taking a a quick walk around the neighborhood um you know taking a shower as soon as you wake up anything that is going to be 
enjoyable for you would be a great place for you to start implementing a routine at uh, with. So I know this seems like a weird uh, piece of advice, but really um, relaxing your expectations can help you with your stress quite a bit. And what I mean by that is a lot of us are home with our kids and there's, you know, we're home more than usual. And so, for example, uh, the house might be getting messy or staying messier more often. There may be a lot more chores that you're having to do than you usually would because of how much time you're spending at home. Maybe you're cooking more meals than you normally would. And having these expectations that you're going to be able to just handle all these things perfectly can really put on a lot of stress. So trying to keep things as they were before all of this happened may be too much to put on yourself right now. Maybe you need to relax those expectations and understand that things might be a little messy right now. Maybe you have to order food a couple times a week because you just energetically don't have it in you to cook every single meal. Maybe you eat something that's, you know, kind of simple and easy and you're not cooking these, you know, (laughs) three course meals or whatever. Whatever it is that you're trying to uphold, if you're trying to keep the same standards that you had before this all happened, it might just be too much. Now, for those of you that are doing this, no problem, and it doesn't feel like too much pressure, then that's awesome. But I know for myself, the house has been freaking (laughs) so much more messy than usual, and um, we dry our clothes at the laundromat, and so we were able to dry our clothes, fold them while we were at the laundromat and everything was nice and neat and organized. But now we're not allowed to stay there to fold our clothes. And so we have to bring them home and fold them. And it has been a catastrophe. (laughs) Like there's clothes everywhere and clothes are not being put away the way that they should. And I was feeling super overwhelmed, but I've just come to uh, accept the fact that it's probably just going to be this way for a little while. Like, it's just going to be messy. And trying to hold up these expectations that it won't is just causing more stress. So I'm like, whatever, except the fact that it is what it is. So yeah, just releasing yourself from these expectations and from the pressure to uphold, you know, those standards. And lastly, and this is another one that's pretty darn obvious, disconnect from the media, disconnect from social media, disconnect from the news. I promise you if you disconnect for a while, it'll be okay. You're not going to miss something important that that that's detrimental to you if you don't fi- hear about it right away. Disconnecting from media can be one of the best possible choices that you make for your mental health because there is so much negativity and volatile energy right now in the media, both on social media and in the news. It is just saturated with these low low vibrational energies. And of course, you probably want to tune in and find out what's going on. I get that. But maybe try to limit the amount of time that you spend each day. Try, try to, uh, 
implement a routine where instead of getting straight on Facebook or instead of getting straight on Instagram or the news, you can um, tune into something else a little bit more positive like a podcast not trying to self-promote here or anything, but, you know, there are a lot of really good podcasts where there's um, people that give sermons, people that give inspirational talks like Tara Brock. So, you know, listening to something that's going to uplift and inspire you instead of drag you down into this negativity and this hostility that we're seeing in the media and on social media. So disconnecting away from all that madness for a while for most of your day is really the way to go and I mean I I gotta take this medicine too because I have been guilty the last few days of really spending way too much time on social media spending way too much time sharing things that I could probably just have not shared but you know out of just kind of an emotional reaction I was sharing posts and uh, <laughs> debating things with fa- on Facebook with people and you know it's really just not helpful and that again comes back to what I said where when we fall into this pit of despair and fear and anxiety we're not able to react or act from a place of love and so I was in that over the last few days and I was reacting um, and speaking from a place of anxiousness and irritability and anger and frustration and I was not speaking from a place of love and so this is these tips are as much for me as they are for you. So I want to share some other rituals techniques that you can use as a practice to ground yourself when you start feeling overwhelmed. Honestly I think it's best to use these practices before or you start feeling negative energy or, or feeling overwhelmed because it actually becomes a lot more difficult to implement these when you're already feeling low vibrational energy. Um, like I said earlier, when I felt that extreme resistance to go into my practice. So these are best used as a preventative instead of as an antidote. So I would say try to implement one of these. And if you don't like these options, there are other options out there. You can do your research and find something else or even create your own ritual or routine. Um, But I do recommend that you at least have something that you do every day that's going to help keep you grounded, keep you protected, and clear away any energy that has attached itself to you that is not for your highest good. So first off, um, breathing techniques. Now these are really interesting and I just recently started using these breathing techniques in my own practice and it is amazing how they can transform the way that you feel so quickly. This is a technique that can really have an instant impact. It's not something that you kind of gradually feel over time. Um, I'm going to link some different resources that you can look into to learn some of these breathing techniques yourself because I am not an instructor in this and I don't want to share that to you guys on the show without having the experience to teach it. But I will say that breathing techniques are really, really powerful. So definitely go onto the blog and uh, check out the links that I've shared so that you can start using these techniques in your life. So herbal baths are also very healing for the body and the mind and the spirit. You can really use uh, even herbs in your kitchen. It doesn't have to be some, 
you know, obscure herb that you have to buy from a herb shop. It can be things like oregano, um, lavender, cinnamon, clove, different things that you probably already have in your pantry or in your garden. And you create an herbal bath by kind of finding the different herbs that resonate with the intention that you're setting. So if your intention is to set a cleansing bath, to create a cleansing bath, you want to find herbs that would correlate with that purpose, with that intention. If it is to empower yourself or increase vitality, you would find herbs for that. So you create um, like an herbal blend and you soak it in your bath, usually using like a little sash or something because you don't want to clog your drain. Soak it in your herbal bath and then you soak in the bath and do a meditation, breathing work, and just allow yourself to release those energies into the water and absorb the energies that you're calling in. I love taking herbal baths a lot of the time. I'll put on some meditation music and I'll light some candles and I'll burn a little bit of sage or an incense and I make it a really magical experience for myself. And I don't even... I, don't even have like a super nice bathtub so it's totally achievable in tiny bathtubs as well but if you can't do an herbal bath if you don't have a bathtub you can do um, foot soaks as well so you can create the herbal blend and put it into a bucket or um, one of those baths that you soak your feet in and that also can be used as a way to cleanse your energy and call in the energy that you uh, desire into your life. So that was weird. Uh, I had to stop the recording for a minute and go over and turn off uh, this Dremel that I have that just randomly turned on. Talk about like weird energies. I don't know what the hell that was about, but yeah, it just turned on by itself, a Dremel. I have like my craft stuff over in the corner, so that's why I have a Dremel in my room, just FYI. So back on topic, so another type of bath that you can do to um, help cleanse your energy is a sound bath. And a sound bath really doesn't have anything to do with getting wet or getting in the water. A sound bath is actually where you bathe yourself in sounds. And so this is really great to achieve with uh, singing bowls. If you have a singing bowl, that is awesome. But you can also use different recordings where they have recorded those sounds and a lot of the time you want to listen to that through some good high quality speakers where you're going to get the bass or at least listen to them in some high quality headphones but sound baths really have an amazing ability to calm the nervous system and to cleanse your aura and it's just it's a really relaxing and enjoyable experience. So I'll link some different recordings if you want to check out that. Also, you know, maybe consider ordering yourself a singing bowl off Amazon or, you know, eBay or whatever website you like to shop from. Something that I posted on my Instagram a while back was a candle ritual. And you know, candles have been used for thousands of years in rituals and they're pretty, uh, a pretty universal symbol of energetic power and prayer. And I mean, all sorts of denominations of uh, religions and beliefs use candles in their 
rituals and in their prayers. And so candle work can be a really powerful way for you to implement your intention into like a manifested practice. So in the video that I posted on Instagram, I walk you through what it looks like to dress your candle, how to set your intention, and how to uh, meditate on the candle to call in whatever it is that you're calling in or to expel whatever it is you're trying to expel. And this is a really beautiful practice. I mean, you don't have to dress the candle and do the full ritual, but I find it so much more magical when you spend that time dressing the candle, decorating the candle, because it allows you to really focus your intention on the practice. A lot of the time um, people will use oils and different crushed herbs. They may even do carvings into the candles. They may even wrap it with certain colored hemps and, you know, just different decorations that of course have to be Um, organic things. You don't want to use anything that is synthetic, but you know, whatever is available to you. If you need to buy the dollar store candles, that's perfectly fine too, because really what matters is the intention, but you don't want to burn things like plastic or, you know, color marker or something on the candle if that's not, and that might release toxic fumes. So just make sure that you're doing this in a safe way and you research whatever it is that you're putting on the candle, make sure it's safe. Um, So yeah, if you want to go check out that video, that's a good practice. I'll put a link in the blog so that anyone that wants to do that and implement that ritual can go there and check it out. Of course, guided meditations are great practice. They are probably the most popular way to do meditation for beginners because it can be really difficult to sit in silence and try to meditate. Our minds are just so active most of the time and Um, it's hard not to be distracted, but when you have a guided meditation, it really helps you to stay focused on the task at hand and really walk you through the process. So I definitely recommend those. Of course, you can find those on YouTube, um, tons of podcasts out there that offer them. So they're pretty abundant and easy to find. So lastly, what I do want to recommend is to have a time each day that you implement prayer into your life or to have an altar. You don't have to have some fancy altar built up. An altar can be something totally simple. It could be just a little tiny table or a little space on your desk where you set up different objects and things that are helped to bring in like a visual representation of your intentions of your prayers. A lot of people like to put crystals on their altar, drawings, sometimes they use uh, tarot cards, sometimes they have different uh, photographs or different trinkets, anything that brings you a sense of joy, anything that feels right as far as Um, your intention goes or just aligns with the prayer that you have. And if you don't want to build an altar, at least having a time of prayer is so, so powerful. And this goes for anyone. Doesn't matter if you believe in God, if you believe in earth spirits, if you don't believe in anything. Having a time where you express your desires, where you express your 
emotions and you hand it over to something greater than you and you just acknowledge that there might be something greater than you. You don't have to know it for sure. You don't have to have proof. But just acknowledging the fact that there might be and if there is something greater than you, you are willing to hand over those anxieties, those worries, those fears and believe and have faith that that divine spirit would have your best interest at heart. And so prayer is so powerful. Not only that, prayer has been shown in different studies to have such power over healing people. Um, And that really comes into the power of intention. Prayer is simply focusing our intention into a manifested form. And so when we speak words, it is so powerful. It is a manifestation of our intention and that intention is then cast out into the world. One of the things that I love that scientists are talking about is that, you know, all of creation has was likely brought into the universe through vibration, right? And so if sound is vibration, then of course our words carry power. And so to pray over others, to pray over your home, to pray for protection, to pray for healing, all of those things are are so powerful and they have been shown to work. All you need to do is just devote a little bit of time each day to allow yourself to submit and pray. Pray to whatever makes you feel good. You don't even have to have a name for, for who it is you're praying to or what it is you're praying to. Just the prayer itself is powerful. Well, guys, I really hope that these tips and some of these practices will serve you in this time of uncertainty. And I I hope that it'll help to ease some of the fears and anxieties and just negativity that we're feeling in this time of just chaos and in this pandemic and I just, I pray for everyone that is suffering from illness. I pray for your health. I pray for everyone that is going through a time of financial strain, that is feeling afraid of what the future holds. I pray for your endurance. I pray for you to have peace that goes beyond understanding, that you would be held in the warmth and the embrace of love and protection praying for everyone out there to just be at peace and have this blind faith, so to say, that everything will be okay. It will work out in the end and that we will come out on the other side of this stronger and more compassionate and have more empathy and awareness. We will come out on the other side of this better versions of ourselves. All right, guys. Well, you guys stay blessed and I will be back on here next week with another interview. So make sure you tune in to that. Also, go ahead and check out that blog post on the inspiredsoulpodcast.com so that you can get all the links to the different resources that I'm going to share with you guys for this episode. All right. Until then, I will talk to you guys again soon. Bye bye.